America's goals for that summit? To halt nuclear tests, to halt intermediate and long-range missile tests, uh, to stop production of plutonium and highly enriched uranium. We want them to stop exporting any nuclear weapons or materials or technologies related to that. As Bob McGinnis, retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel and SRN News Military Affairs Analyst. I, Michael L. Parson. Lieutenant Governor Mike Parson sworn in as Missouri's new governor after the state's previous leader resigned amid a scandal. Public service is a privilege, and it is truly an honor to serve as Missouri's 57th governor. Parson replacing fellow Republican Governor Eric Greitens, who had been facing a possible impeachment. This is SRN News. Mark Levin says the road to collusion follows a different route. The real involvement of the Russians in our election is not a road that goes through the Trump campaign. There's no crime associated with it. The news media hasn't come up with any serious stories about it. And yet Russia was interfering with our campaign. But what did we find out when we were looking at the Russians interfering with our campaign? That the Obama administration, the federal government interfered in our election. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The closer, Brad Carlson, is filling in for Mitch today. A little Saturday Narn swap. But first, here's an update to look at your weather. Overcast, 64. Chance of showers across the metro. Tonight, a low of 55 and more showers. You can now listen live to The Patriot on our Facebook page. And while you're there, why don't you give us a like? Find the link at am1280thepatriot.com. The closer, Brad Carlson, coming up next. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And no, ladies and gentlemen, you are not in a time warp. It is not Sunday afternoon. It is Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. Central Time. As uh, Mitch Berg... The headliner edition of the Northern Alliance is out on assignment. Is You want to know how I know he's out on assignment? Because, well, we have him on the uh, telephone right now as he is live from the Republican State Convention up in Duluth, Minnesota. Yes, the Minnesota Republican Party Convention 2018 uh, taking place. A lot of crazy storylines coming out of the convention as well as uh, at the other convention down in Rochester. And I know Mitch has been keeping a... Uh, firm ear on those uh, details so uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things convention have multiple guests on the broadcast today but right out of the shoot uh, joining his broadcast of course is the headliner himself mitch berg mitch good to have you on the broadcast sir on your broadcast how are you yeah hey brad long time listener first time caller uh how you doing today <laughs> Uh, better than I deserve. Thanks so much, Mitch. I, we appreciate you uh, uh, taking the time. Um, first off, uh, our friend, uh, mutual friend Dave Thule indicated that uh, none of the candidates are probably going to want to ding the Dayton administration for the Minlars fiasco. Given what's going on with the technology up there, Mitch Berg, uh, what happened? We're at paper ballots again? Yeah, we're back to paper ballots. They did a, a number of tests of the electronic voting system that had been slated to roll out for this 
for this convention, and it, uh, it 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 flopped. It was yeah. it was it didn't work at all. It uh, yeah, it's a good thing they had the backup plan ready to go because it's been paper ballots, just the old fashioned way uh, all along. And allowing for that, it's been relatively smooth. Although the theory was we were supposed to be out by eleven eight uh, thirty last night, and it was. It was more like uh, 11 by the time we left, or I should say 10, 10-ish by the time we left the building, which, if you remember uh, our time in, in Rochester four years ago, I do. it could have been a lot worse. But it was, uh, people were, were a little disappointed to be hitting the uh, the social circuit a little later than they'd expected last night. But, uh, yeah, we took it in stride. I mean, we're, we're Minnesota, small, largely small-town Republicans. Uh, it's, uh, it could be worse, don't you know, there? So that was that was the first uh, thing, and of course the, the the once we got down to business, the the two Senate candidates that, that were expected to win, uh, Jim Newberger, and uh, of course our friend Karen Housley, mm-hmm. uh, won uh, one and won fairly resoundingly. Uh, after what was probably the the I'd say the the highlight of the evening last night, a speech by uh, Jim Barnheiser, a very earnest fellow who started off. I mean, it was it, it's. Dick so, uh, had a great tweet. He's uh, Barnheiser's uh, campaign swag around here. Is a big balloon floating above the uh, the swag hall here, and uh, and Nick Zerwas, uh had the, the meme of the of the day showing panel one showing the, the the Barnheiser balloon, second one showing the Hindenburg. It was one of the most epic, <laughs> epic, uh, epic, epic fail. Uh, and I like Bob Barnheiser. He's a great guy. I've talked with him. Uh, it was if he had stopped his speech after five minutes, he might have actually got himself another five percent of the vote. Um, but he kept on going. It's the first time I've ever heard. And I, I say this, and my heart was breaking for the poor guy. He was having the time of his life up there, but he actually started getting heckled from the floor after about ten minutes into this thing. And it was just that was that was the thing everyone was talking about last night was the epic flame out, which it thankfully took the heat off the party for the whole. A fiasco with the the electronic voting. Sure. So there's that. There's that's looking at the green the the green grass obviously. So but yeah, that was uh, that was the highlight yesterday. And the highlight today, well, we're well, we're right out for our first round of balloting right now for governor. We had the three candidates remaining, uh, giving their speeches. Uh, the three candidates remaining, of course, still Parrish, uh, Mary Giuliani Stevens, and uh, of course Jeff Johnson. Mm-hmm. And the big talk is is Mary Giuliani. I didn't think this was possible as of a couple of days ago, but Mary Giuliani Stevens has put together quite an organization out on the floor. Really? Uh, Jeff Johnson would still. Would, oh yeah, it's amazing. Okay. You, for those of you who thought she, she was just some uh, a, a a burp in the breeze uh, a few months ago, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is not this is not the case at this convention. She's got her people out, decked out in red t shirts. And there's quite a lot of them out there. Okay, it's uh, it's she's she's there. There are those who now are saying that if uh, Jeff Johnson doesn't uh, put this thing away in a ballot or two, we could go to no endorsement, uh, or we could go to another all nighter, like uh, 2002. Uh, there are people who are quietly making their hotel reservations for another night around and about Duluth. Uh, oh, sure. I will unfortunately, I will for whatever uh, one way or another, will not be one of them. But uh, there is a lot to. Uh, because of course, as, as you know, as well as this being your anniversary on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, it's also uh, my uh, Watermelon's birthday. Happy birthday, Watermelon! That's right. So um, that's right. Seven years ago today. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so we're we're digging in for a long siege. First round of ballots is in back. Uh, the the 
the teller crew has been brought back from uh, retirement and they're busy uh, counting away as we speak here. So, so that's the, uh, I wouldn't even call it news necessarily for the first day. I, I, give it another couple of ballots before we call it news, but uh, the, the balloting is underway. The big news, uh, and you may have alluded to this so far, actually came from the other convention yes. in Rochester. And those of us in the Second Amendment crowd are paying special attention to this. In fact, to the best of my knowledge, I broke this story on Twitter, at least in terms of Republicans breaking the story. It's where I first uh, saw it anyway, so yeah. <laughs> that's what I like to hear. That's yeah, what I like yeah. to hear. The, uh, the DFL convention currently going on in Rochester uh, did not endorse Laurie Swanson for attorney general. Uh, they endorsed uh, they, the first ballot. Uh, Swanson was beating a fellow named Matt Pelican, who basically uh, is, is, I don't know, Che Guevara, basically. The guy is so far to the left, uh, the Castro's sent him a note and said, hey, dial it back a little, buddy. You're kind of giving us a bad name. He is so far out there, uh-huh. just, and, and and some examples of how far out there he is, I will have to save for perhaps tomorrow's broadcast. Of course, um, of course. where I'll be filling in for you because we're swapping days here. Obviously. Indeed, yes. But uh, but uh, Laurie Swanson, uh, after the second ballot, lost votes and bowed out. Now the word, and this is not completely counterintuitive at all. The word came up from Rochester from uh, some friends in the Gun Owners Caucus who are working that convention now mm-hmm. that uh it's the fact that Lori swanson among all of her liberal proclivities and the fact that she is you know mike hatch's protege and and very very far left on most issues she has been throughout her entire reign in office like mike hatch before her very strong on second amendment issues which blows a lot of people's minds i've been telling people this around the convention they go what mm-hmm. now, don't worry it's the, it's the only thing she's strong on sure uh, doug wardlow i'm gonna get i'm gonna vote for doug wardlow one way or the other but uh, she is uh, surprisingly, exceptionally strong on First Amendment issues, always has been. And the DFL base, the cantina band scene that makes up that convention, doesn't like it. And, they, uh, and of course, Matt Pelican wrapped himself completely around uh, Moms Want Action and Protect Minnesota. Demand action, and demand so, action. Come on, Mitch Berg. Moms demand what? action. Oh, sorry. Did I do that again? <laughs> I can't believe I keep... Purely inadvertent. Purely understandable. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, 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 anyway, yeah, carrying yeah, on, no, carrying on, yes. carrying right along here. The uh, so, so there's there's that. Now it doesn't get Doug Wardlow, who, by the way, uh, all three of the constitutional officers: uh, How for Secretary of State, uh, Pam Myra for uh, for auditor, auditor yep. and, yeah, auditor, and of course uh, Doug Wardlow for Attorney General. They were all the only can- candidates in the race under the rules that could be uh, endorsed by acclamation. All of them were, so that saved us a bunch of time. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it doesn't it doesn't bring Doug Wardlow out of the woods, but it does uh, mean that there's going to be a primary, and you can be fairly sure Lori Swanson is going to run in the primary. Yes, um, and it, and she'll probably, probably eat, quite honestly clobber Pelican in the primary. She's got. Two hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Pelican has seven, um, and uh, who knows? I, I sincerely doubt big liberal money is going to uh, throw call caution to the winds and uh, and and back uh, this fruitcake. Right. But let's. They've done stranger things out there. Who knows? If you happen to have Alita Messenger's ear out there, all I can say is do what you can to get them to go all in for Matt Pelican, okay? Just say it. <laughs> um, it would make our day to get uh, Doug Wardlow in. But what this will do, this does do, is put a speed bump in the way of, of uh, well, two things. 
it puts his speed bump in the way of Laurie Swanson's coronation for another term as attorney general because mm-hmm. she's going to have to win the primary in a state where the Metro DFL is just plain nuts. Yep. And uh, also, uh, it, it says this is going to be an interesting, uh, put some interesting color on their governor's race. Because, of course, it's a race really right now between the uh, crazy left, Rebecca Otto, the crazier left, Aaron Murphy, and the moderate, Tim Walz, who up until this cycle has always had an A from the NRA. Now he's been running away from that, like Usain Bolt running away from a cheetah uh, all cycle here. I like to it. win that progressive vote. But thank you very much. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I vowed years ago, never use the same analogy twice. Um, <laughs> and I'm having to dig farther and farther to find them. But by God, that's what I'm on this earth for. Well, fear anyway, not, Mitch Berg. Uh, uh, Tim Walls has gotten the coveted Representative Jamie Becker Finn endorsement. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Mitch. Let me read it for you and for our listeners oh, oh. as well. Uh, Tim Walls, a white male U.S. congressman, is strong candidate on his own and let go of some of his own power by joining forces early with Peggy in a very real and equal partnership. Tim and Peggy both have a deep respect for Native people and have made meaningful consultation with our tribes and tribal sovereignty foundational parts of their campaign. Translation, eh, he's a white guy, but he's okay, uh, Native American people. Carry on. So. <laughs> Yeah, right, well, Jamie yeah, Becker fan, ladies and gentlemen. That may be a subject of the show tomorrow is all the ways oh. the big left gives itself passes on these political, yes. political correctness issues. I mean, there's so many of them, and they're piling up deeper and deeper as we go here. It's becoming, the hypocrisy is becoming just comical, and that may be, uh, may be the subject of the day tomorrow once we get past convention talk, assuming uh, the Republican convention is over by 2 o'clock tomorrow, which I don't know if I'll place bets on. I'll be in the on-deck um, circle, Mitch Berg. I'll be, if you need me just just saying here just I, saying. I am coming home i'm coming home tonight uh i don't care if we're i don't care how long it takes i'm coming home tonight fair enough okay i'm not gonna miss i'm not, not gonna miss any uh, birthday parties not uh, not on my watch right yes so anyway, that's what's that's what's going on uh, right now and uh, and and so we'll be looking forward to see what happens in rochester frankly and of course our own gubernatorial announce our uh, uh endorsement race which is going to be a Donnybrook, no two ways about it. It's it's going to be a three-way fight. The Giuliani Stevens and Johnson campaigns are all dug in and working the floor uh, for all they're worth, and it is going to be a doozy out there. And I'm actually not completely bummed that I'm a voting alternate here at this camp, at this uh, convention. Now, Mitch, we only have about a couple of minutes left in this segment. Do you agree with the assessment? Because there's kind of a, I don't, I don't want to say general consensus, but some of the uh, prevailing thought that I've seen come out on Twitter anyways, that if Jeff Johnson does not win and win handily on the first ballot, that that is a uh, significant blow to his campaign. Is that a, a, Do you agree with that assessment? I don't know if I agree with it, uh, because I don't think the average voter, especially the average primary voter, necessarily cares about I have, I've been having this discussion with party you know, political people sure. uh, for this last two days here. It, it's, I don't know that the average Joe six, Joe and Jane six pack uh, in greater Minnesota cares about mm-hmm. the minutia of the endorsement process. Clearly they don't because they ignore it <laughs> wholesale when they need to. Uh, that's why we have a governor Dayton instead of a, a governor. Uh, what was her name? She's the old speaker. Uh, Kelle, uh, Anderson Kelleher. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I mean, if 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 they pay, if Joe Sixpack in Minnesota and 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 the rest of them paid attention to the endorsement process, we would have had several very different governors in this recent yes. history in this state. So I don't I don't know that it matters much to people outside of politics. Now I can see uh, Tim Pawlenty point beating that one hard over the head in the primary sure. 
and people who come out to vote in primaries, they are a little more likely to, to pay attention to it. Um, so I, I know Johnson is certainly hoping for a, uh, hoping he put this thing away bright, bright and early. And uh, I have to say, given the relative, and I, I like Jeff. I think That's Jeff, right. uh, I, I, do, I do think that in a head-to-head race, Jeff Johnson has a great shot against Tim Waltz and would clobber uh, Aaron Murphy. Uh, in a statewide race. I mean, even with the media lined up full four square in, in her favor, as they will be, I, I could see, I, I could see Jeff Johnson beating them both. Uh, okay. you know, with a, with a, with a lot of work and a, and a party that's actually unified behind them and, and, and a few other lucky breaks. Um, Oh, I got to say one other thing, I, and I know we're getting short on time. One of the other uh, highlights last night, uh, I mentioned the ba- the Barnheiser meltdown on stage. Mm-hmm. However, it led off with one of the highlights of, of the evening. One of our good friends and talk show host at the Lesser Talk Station, uh, our fellow named Jamar Nelson, a good friend of both of ours in his own way, sure. uh, gave the nominating speech for Bob Barnheiser. I heard this, yes. Not the speech, but I heard that he did this, yeah. (laughs) He did this, and he said Bob Barnheiser would actually make him vote for a Republican for the first time in his life. Wow. You know, between between our friend Jamar, whose show you need not listen to, it's on the lesser talk station, you need never go there. I don't even know where it is, Mitchburg, so it's all good. Uh, Neither do I. I've lost (laughs) their frequency a couple of moves ago. Uh, But but in fact, uh, between him and Kanye West, and, and really they are practically the same, uh, in terms of social influence, uh, at least among Republicans, um, between us, I think it wouldn't hurt some of these Republican candidates to come into the city and maybe mix it up with uh, people. Not like I've ever urged candidates to do that before, but uh, there you have it. <laughs> Mitch Berg, uh, we'll give you a call again in the two o'clock hour if you're available and uh, see if you have any new updates. Appreciate you checking in, sir. Uh, I'll, I'll be right by my phone. Talk to you then. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, live on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch, back in mere moments. Go nowhere. So here's a great question. How much would you save if you joined MediShare for your health care program? The typical savings for a family is about $500 a month. You might save more. Tammy left a major company and needed a new way ahead for her family. She'd heard about the savings with MediShare, but was wondering about the network of providers. Once we started the program, I have not had to switch one doctor for myself or for my kids. So we all the doctors that we were previously with were all in MediShare. And she says the process has been fantastic. I got off the phone and I was like, that's what it should be like. It was a pleasurable experience. Um, an encouraging experience at that. MediShare might be just the thing you're looking for for your family, your budget. Use the savings for other things. Why not get your questions answered? Find out how much you can save. You can call right now. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. The Minnesota Legislative Session is down to its final week, and all the major issues are still up in the air. From tax relief to transportation funding... Healthcare costs to regulatory reform. Join us this Saturday for a peek into the final 24 hours of negotiations between legislative leadership and the governor before the House members hit the trail for the campaign season. Americans for Prosperity Radio, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Pro-life across America, the people. 
My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. We'll just keep playing this song until Karen Housley calls in, because this is her official theme song, you know. (laughs) All right. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. And uh, that, thought, that song can only mean one thing and one thing only. That is longtime friend of the broadcast. Karen Housley is uh, checking in. She is live from Duluth, Minnesota, for the Republican Party State Convention. Karen, the newly endorsed U.S. Senate candidate, uh, a little more than 12 hours ago, she was endorsed by the delegates up there to oppose uh, Tina Smith in this November special election for Al Franken's old seat, the disgraced Al Franken's old seat, by the way. And uh, we'll get a uh, kind of our finger on the pulse of Karen's campaign uh, after she was newly endorsed and what the road is forward. Uh, Karen, always great to have you on the broadcast. How are you? Oh, I am great today. A little tired, i got to admit, a little tired because we had a little after party um, just to celebrate the the success of our plan and we we executed the plan and now we're starting plan number two we go to the primary and then the general win so uh uh very very excited we are going to beat tina smith and i want to tell you the song that you just played you know uh, thank you for playing it again i always had to play that i had to play that for my song when i went up on the stage i know to give my speech <laughs> i watched you know, I was, it I was, I was just cracking up i i, I do it to entertain myself I'm like, oh, I remember my radio days and Jerry Tyler Moore and Joe Jett. I'm going to play that song. I'm sure the whole crowd was like, what is that her song? Right, right. <laughs> no, I loved it. I did, I did have an opportunity to watch the speech, and I, and I appreciate it. Senator Rood, and of course, your, your husband, uh, Phil, uh, introduced you, and then uh, you gave, gave the speech, and uh, obviously, well received. Karen Housley uh, endorsed in the, uh, on the first ballot. Now, uh, to clarify, you are in the endorsed candidate, but are, I know you had two GOP opponents who will not be named here if they want to tout their candidacy they can come on the show but uh, are both going to a primary just one uh, where does that shake out Karen Housley 
just one. Okay. Um, just one. Forrest Hyatt said that was it for him, and he would support me after, so I, I really appreciated that. Great. Um, and the other one, I, I don't know why he's going to a primary. and Nor do I. You know, but... yep, yeah, nor do I. So, And he's not the main focus anyway, but you still, you still have to do the work. Of course. I, I know I've been in a primary before, so you have to do the work. Um, and then... And then we're, we are really going to focus on Tina Smith and taking this seat back to, for the people of Minnesota. So I'm, I'm really excited. I, yesterday was uh, a huge win, and I, was, I woke up this morning and said, did that really happen? Because, you know, you, you set your eye on the, the goal, and you work so hard for it, and then when it really happens, you, it's kind of a blur. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited, and now we'll just, now we'll just forge ahead and uh, travel throughout the state because – the biggest issue is going to be, and this this is what the reporters asked after, is, you know, what is your number one uh, problem in this campaign going forward? And it's going to be getting my name ID out there because I am so new to politics. That, But Tina Smith has the exact same problem. You know, she's been a political insider, never been run on a ballot on her on her own. Right. Um, so I, starting today, we got to get all over the state of Minnesota to just let people know who I am and what we stand for. Absolutely. So uh, I guess, uh, obviously, in your current capacity, you are a, uh, we should clarify, Minnesota State Senator, for those who may not know uh, Karen's credentials. She was first elected in Senate District 39 back in 2012, reelected in 2016. Her Senate district covers the northmost part of it around Forest Lake, all the way down the St. Croix River Valley to uh, uh, St. Mary's Point. Now, Karen, obviously, you're no stranger to hard work, knocking on doors, getting out there, shaking hands, meeting with folks. But that's in just one part of the state, the Senate district. This is an entire statewide election. How are you recalibrating your mindset, uh, your work ethic, your thought process to go after a statewide race? I know you can do it, but uh, certainly is a, a, a uh, I shall we say, a much more daunting task than the Senate district car in Owsley. Yep, we'll be putting a lot more miles on the car in, in this race. But of course. I did run for lieutenant governor with uh, Scott Honor, so I'm, I'm not a stranger to a statewide campaign. That's true. Uh, and uh, uh, we have a, a lake place up in the 8th District that I used to recently. Uh, so I'm not afraid of... of it's going to be... Okay, I'm not sure if we... Uh, if you, Karen, Karen, I apologize. You're kind of cutting in and out there. Um, if we can put Karen on hold, maybe to get her to call back in a little bit. Uh, so apologize for that, Karen. You're cutting, a little, cutting in and out a little bit. Hopefully we can... Uh, uh, get her to uh, give us a call back. But, uh, yeah, Karen Housley, the newly endorsed uh, U.S. Senate candidate. Again, both U.S. Senate seats, uh, one occupied by uh, Amy Klobuchar and another occupied by interim Senator uh, Tina Smith, both up for election in November. And we had uh, both can- Republican candidates endorsed last night, Jim Newberger for the Klobuchar seat, and, of course, uh, the aforementioned Karen Housley uh going to be opposing tina smith in november assuming she wins a primary and i'm going to call it right now she is going to win the primary coming up in august and then will be the candidate uh to oppose uh tina smith uh, in november this uh, should be the, a race that uh, uh obviously should get some uh, national focus and that will certainly help the prospects for the republicans uh, keeping the senate we do have karen back online karen sorry about that it sounds like you were kind of cutting in and out there but uh, i want to bounce off what you're talking about again no stranger to a statewide campaign like you indicated you even have a uh would you say a cabin up in the eighth district so it's not like you haven't been traveling the state for for uh for business or pleasure that's for certain <laughs> Uh, you know, when you're traveling the state, and which I am right now because I just left the convention, 
you all of a sudden get to a dead spot in cell phone cell phone service. It happens, um, yeah, yeah. So sorry about that. It's probably going to happen a few more times on the campaign too. Um, no, it is it is really really going to be a, a, a great campaign and getting up to the eighth district and listening to their issues, which you know up there it's, it's mining and creating jobs and, and getting those uh, taconite timber and tourism. Those are the issues of the of the eighth district, um, which is also taconite. And, and uh, timber and Trump country. Yes. So, uh, and like you said, uh, is the, the nation is all focused on Minnesota right now, um, and the Trump administration is really, really looking at, at Minnesota and the RNC and the RGA. They're all dumping money right now. They've got fifteen million dollars already pre-bought in ads for Republicans Fantastic. in the state of Minnesota, and in the eighth district, Staubers is the number one race. So it's all, you know, a, a rising tide lifts all boats. So whosoever tide it is, is, is going to be great. Karen, we have about uh, about 30 seconds uh, remaining. Why don't you give folks uh, your website where they can go to maybe donate their time or their resources? Because uh, this is a seat that wasn't even up for election, obviously, just about uh, less than a year ago. And now all of a sudden, because of the disgrace to Al Franken moving on, this is a seat uh, very much uh, could be in place. So why don't you give folks your information if you could? I just love that the disgraced Al Franken just rolls off your tongue like that. Indeed. Uh, is, <laughs> yep. Uh, HousleyforSenate.com. I would appreciate uh, anything that anybody can do. We've got a lot of parades coming up. We've got door knocking, phone calling, fundraising. So anybody that any, anything that anybody can do to help would be great. HousleyforSenate.com. Thank you so much, Brad. And next time I will be in the studio. Well, I know you will, Karen. And like I said, I've, I've, I've said on the, these airwaves many a times, I never personally endorse candidates because, number one, no one cares what I think. And secondly, I want all the candidates to appear. But I told you at the outset, if you get in this race, I am endorsing your candidacy, and I'm, I'm sticking to my word, Karen Housley. Uh, you're my candidate, regardless of how the other guy shakes out. And if he wants to come on the show, tout his credentials, that's fine. But uh, I'm endorsing Karen Housley for the next U.S. Senator of the uh, state of Minnesota. So thanks, Karen. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. You too. Bye-bye. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg. Go nowhere. Here's a great question. How much would you save if you joined MediShare for your health care program? The typical savings for a family is about $500 a month. You might save more. Tammy left a major company and needed a new way ahead for her family. She'd heard about the savings with MediShare, but was wondering about the network of providers. Once we started the program, I have not had to switch one doctor for myself or for my kids. So we, all the doctors that we were previously with were all in MediShare. And she says the process has been fantastic. I got off the phone and I was like, that's what it should be like. It was a pleasurable experience. Uh, an encouraging experience at that. MediShare might be just the thing you're looking for for your family, your budget. Use the savings for other things. Why not get your questions answered? Find out how much you can save. You can call right now. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. 
Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. Recent research even shows that in a sample of 1,200 colleges and university faculty, 53% held unfavorable feelings toward evangelical Christians, while at the same time holding favorable opinions of most other religious groups. So how do we reverse this ever-rising tide? At AM 1280 The Patriot, we believe we have a solution. AM 1280 The Patriot is proud to announce our exclusive partnership with Judson University. Through our partnership, we are excited to offer a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half, making a private Christian college education even more attractive and affordable. These tuition grants are available now. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 to learn more. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Declare your freedom from your dusty, cracked garage floor. Call the experts at Zone Garage Minnesota. They use a patented ZG Shield polyurea, different and superior to any product in the market. The polyurea is designed for maximum resistance to abrasion and is UV resistant, meaning it will never turn yellow and can be applied throughout the year, regardless of weather. Zone Garage can install your durable, easy-to-clean garage floor in one day. Call Zone Garage Minnesota at 651-485-0409 or visit ZoneGarageMN.com. Hey, welcome back, Game Twelve Eighty, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and colleague Mitch Berg, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Of course, he's out on assignment up in Duluth, Minnesota, for the Republican Party state convention. Sounds like things are going relatively smoothly, despite the fact they had some technical snafus with the uh, electronic uh, balloting. Uh, but they're making it work. Uh, all of the endorsements are in the books, with the exception for governor. And, of course, that's the big kahuna. So uh, we'll see how that shakes out. We'll try to get a hold of Mitch at the end of the second hour to see if he has any further updates on what's going on. But we appreciate you tuning in. And, again, thanks for tuning in to all of our Northern Alliance Radio Network programs. You can hear my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. That's the King Banyan Show, Saturdays from 9 to 11 a.m., and my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, again, he's normally heard at this time from 1 to 3 p.m. right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. He is the headliner of the Northern Alliance. I'm the closer. I typically close out weekends Sundays, 2 to 3 p.m., again, right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. But Mitch will be filling in for me tomorrow from 2 to 3. And uh, do you think he's a little fired up, given that first segment? I didn't have to say a whole lot, Nick. I he just he just I just I threw him some red meat, and he went with it. So. Yeah, he was, he was on a roll there. <laughs> To say the least. I could have gone. I, 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 this is no joke. I literally could have gone to the restroom and he would have just kept talking. It was all good. Oh, so yeah, he would have talked through the commercial break. I yeah, think. yeah. And again, that's fine. This is his show. I'm just kind of the uh, the custodian here today. It's all good. But uh, you're much more than that, Brett. Uh, well, I have to fill some segments now that we don't have guests. So yeah, I have to. I have to actually do some work now. So. <laughs> But again, folks, we appreciate you uh, uh, tuning in to uh, all of our Northern Alliance radio network programs. Uh, I do want to get to some news from this past week, and then, uh, and, and fear not, uh, I will eventually get to the Roseanne Barr, uh, Samantha B kerfuffles, the respective kerfuffles, where uh, um, that quote unquote comedians, and I'm putting comedians and scare quotes. It's not good for radio to do scare quotes, hand gestures like that, but it's what I got. Uh, I, yeah, I will talk about that in the second hour and how this uh, culture war over free speech and 
uh, kind of give my perspective on um, how I see things that shook out from this. It's going to be a, a lot, lot to unpack, that is for sure. And again, I will save that for the second hour. But I want to focus on uh, some local items. You know, we had, uh, were talking about the gubernatorial endorsement where there are three candidates vying for the endorsement today. Of course, Jeff Johnson is expected to get the endorsement. He was a 2014 gubernatorial candidate opposing incumbent Mark Dayton, unfortunately fell short. Uh, Jeff seems to be the favorite to get the endorsement today, uh, ahead of Mary Giuliani Stevens and Phil Parrish. Uh, Tim Pawlenty, who was the fourth Republican gubernatorial candidate, decided to not even vie for the endorsement and instead is going to take it straight to an August primary. Uh, he kind of stole a little bit of the thunder f- uh, from the convention, and again, as Mitch alluded to, I-, I don't know how many of the general of the how much of the general populace really pays really pays attention to the inside baseball of party politics. I mean, for for political junkies and observers like us, we do. But uh, I, for those who are going to the convention, uh, Tim Pawlenty kind of stole a little bit of the thunder. Uh, again, this is from the uh, Pioneer Press story. Uh, former Minnesota Governor Tim Pawlenty has selected current Lieutenant Governor Michelle Fishback as his Lieutenant Governor running mate for his bid to become Minnesota's next governor and reclaim the seat for Republicans. In picking Fishback, Pawlenty can now can show not only a woman on his ticket, but a seasoned tactician with decades of experience in the legislature. Uh, this is, I, I, you know, again, I don't have a preferred candidate uh, in this particular race because whomever wins the August primary is who's going to get my support full stop. Unabashed, unconditional support to defeat whomever the DFL puts up. Okay. Oh, and by the way, just an aside, uh, you think the Tim Walls team is running around a little nervous? Uh, as Mitch Berg alluded to in, during his guest segment, after they show how far left the conventioneers are, they were not too pleased with Lori Swanson's, uh, at least in their minds, favorable stance towards the NRA. You think they're going to let Tim Walls get away with all those photo ops he had carrying around dead birds while donning an NRA hat? You think they're going to let him get away with that? Eh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I got the popcorn popping. That's that's for sure. Uh, but anyways, just an aside, That that's just an aside. My point is, is that whomever the DFL puts up, I'm going to oppose vehemently. Uh, with a Republican candidate, whomever that may be. So don't take what I say as an endorsement of any particular gubernatorial candidate. Even if I did have a preferred pick, in this case, I wouldn't mention. Now, for the U.S. Senate race, I'm unabashedly uh, endorsing Karin to take on Tina Smith against the guy who shall not be named unless he wants to come on the show here. Anyways, uh, I like Michelle Fishbach personally because especially this past session, the tenacity she showed by saying, look, I see what you're trying to do here. You elevate Tina Smith, the lieutenant governor, to the interim Senate seat, U.S. Senate seat, and then the president of the Senate, which happened to be Michelle Fishbach, then is elevated to the lieutenant governor's seat. And DFLers were trying to say, well, that's not constitutional. She can't hold both the lieutenant governor's uh, position as well as president of the Senate. And Michelle Fishbach was basically like, bet me. And so she said, you know what? I'm not even going to be sworn in as lieutenant governor. You want to name me interim lieutenant governor or forthcoming lieutenant or whatever, that's fine. I've got business to tend to in the Senate because, of course, the Republicans had a scant majority in the Senate, 34 members to 33 members for the DFL. And Michelle Fishbach basically said, no, I'm going to serve my time in the Senate. And 
Tom Bach was even kind of trolling a little bit before this last session. Tom Bach, the DFL minority leader, kept calling her his former colleague, basically saying, you know, she's done. That's it. She's done in the Senate. She can't be seated. And she went ahead and did it anyways. And then apparently what had happened is before the session started, I think it was a constituent in Michelle Fishbach's district brought a lawsuit saying, well, she can't serve in both capacities. And the lawsuit was eventually thrown out because it's like, well, she hasn't actually, the session hasn't started, so she technically hasn't served in both capacities yet, so no damage has been done. Wait to litigate this until there is actually, she actually serves in both capacities. And Michelle Fishbach went about her business in the Senate, and I think that, I didn't follow closely, but I don't believe there were any other lawsuits that came forth after she uh, took her rightful place in the Senate. So then, once the session was over, the session ended a couple of weeks ago, she then in turn resigned her Senate seat, saying she was not going, she's no longer going to serve. And while the Senate, Minnesota Senate, is not up again until 2020. So therefore, they have to have a special election for her now vacated seat this November. So add that on to another of these crazy election cycle we're, we're having here in 2018 is a Michelle Fishbach seat which I believe is Senate District 13, if I'm not mistaken. So anyways, when she did that, people were saying, oh, okay, now she wants to be sworn in as lieutenant governor. She resigned her Senate seat. She's now lieutenant governor, focused solely on being the current lieutenant governor. Oh, I see what she's doing here. She's angling to be the lieutenant governor candidate, probably on the Plenty campaign. I see what she's got going on here. Well, as it turns out, Michelle Fishbach revealed during her introductory press conference this past week that she was already invited to be on the Palenti ticket before she resigned her Senate seat. So this was already the thing. This was already in place. So now she has experience of being lieutenant governor, and if Tim Palenti is elected, well, then she just basically keeps her same role, right? Doesn't even have to transition out of there. That's, uh, that, that's pretty convenient. But you want to know how best to gauge what a solid pick this is for, for Tim Palenti? Right away, the DFL put out a tweet and uh, there was an uh, there was a link to an accompanying statement by uh, DFL Chair Ken Martin. Uh, basically says by selecting Michelle Fishbach as his running mate, Tim Pawlenty is abandoning any pretense of being a moderate. Michelle Fishbach represents an element of the Republican Party far out of touch with everyday Minnesotans. Basically, she's extreme, which I'm glad they eschewed that word this time because that seems to be the only word in the vocabulary whenever a Republican runs for anything. The extreme agenda, you know. So. Uh, I, I would be willing to bet that the DFL had this tweet drafted a day or two ahead of time when it was announced Tim Pawlenty was going to uh, uh, reveal who his running mate was going to be. I would be willing to bet the DFL already had this tweet drafted. It was just a matter of adding the name in there. Seriously. I mean, look, just, again, look at the tweet. I blog about it, bradcarlson.org. All you have to do is add a name, and it doesn't matter who it is. And yet you have on the opposite side, you have a lot of convention goers who are saying, you know, who are big Jeff Johnson supporters, big time Johnson supporters saying, well, Palenti, he's just going to be another Ar- Arnie Carlson, a big tax and spend uh, moderate Republican. You know, that's that's how they're labeling. So that's how you, how you know this is a solid pick for Palenti is the DFL is saying Palenti's giving up any pretense of being a moderate, whereas Republican convention goers are saying he's so moderate, uh, so far out of the uh, mainstream Republican Party that uh, he's uh, he's kind of in the motif of an Arnie Carlson, you know. Again, if you remember Arnie Carlson's time here, he was a uh, uh, he was a um, anti-gun, 
uh, pro-abortion, like to tax and spend. In fact, James Lilacs had the best line ever describing that 1990 gubernatorial race between uh, uh, Arnie Carlson and uh, and Rudy Perpich. Rudy Perpich, who was, of course, the incumbent governor and a Democrat. Uh, James Lilac said it's the uh, pro-gun, pro-abortion candidate against the DFLer. So, <laughs> which I think still to this day is one of the funniest lines to describe that race because it was true. It was true. I, you know. So, uh, anyway, so that's the big news from the uh, Plenty campaign this past week. Um, like I said, I I really don't have a preferred candidate uh, in the on the Republican side. It's whomever the Republican candidate is going to be in August. That's who I'm, whom I'm going to support. But I am curious about one thing. Those who are at the convention, and if you're not, many of you are probably not listening to this now because you're doing convention business, but maybe listening to this podcast later. For those of you who are Jeff Johnson supporters and are supporting Jeff Johnson, will likely get the endorsement and then go to the have to go to the primary against Palenti. If Palenti emerges victorious in the primary, are you just going to take your ball and go home and not even vote? I, I, I'm, 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 I'm curious about that because I have a feeling. That if Jeff Johnson emerges victorious in the primary, assuming he wins endorsement, that a lot more Pelenny supporters will coalesce and get behind Jeff Johnson and do whatever they can to help Jeff Johnson, as opposed to vice versa. If 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 I'm understanding what a lot of people are saying, because there are a lot of people who, let's be honest, aren't keeping their powder dry, basically, and and someone on and the uh, a personality on the lesser radio station whose frequency I can't remember because. Um, basically was coming out with a hashtag never Pawlenty movement when it was rumored Pawlenty was going to get in the race before he actually announced, officially announced. Okay, And if you want to know why we can't win a statewide election, there are myriad reasons, but to me, that is my most frustrating uh, trait right there is we can't coalesce behind one candidate. And the reality is this is a primary state. There is an August primary, and whomever the Republican candidate is, have to get behind him because... If you say that there's no difference between a Republican candidate, in this case, Tim Pawlenty, and anybody who the DFL trots out, uh, I don't take your opinion in politics seriously. Just saying. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, on the Northern Alliance. Back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. But it loves me, loves me, loves me. I know that it loves me anyway. AM 1280, The Patriot. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. Uh, a middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to identifyepi.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit IdentifyEPI.com. Brought to you by Abvi. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow 
today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need it's A.C. Nelson's 99th year of saving you money on new RVs. A.C. Nelson has grown from its Omaha roots to multi-stores that ship worldwide. Come in for huge birthday bash discounts on all in-stock RVs. Put zero down on 2019 Coachman Clipper Travel Trailers. Only $128 a month or just $10,988. A.C. Nelson's 99th birthday bash in Shakopee will clearly save you money. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment this hour. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Mitch, out on assignment up in Duluth for the Republican Party's state convention, and we'll probably talk to Mitch again in the two o'clock hour to get some updates to see where we are. In the gubernatorial endorsement, I think that's their last big order of business that they have to go on. So uh, we'll definitely catch up with Mitch again sometime in the uh, 2 o'clock hour. Uh, just while we were uh, all having a back-and-forth debate and uh, what aboutism arguments regarding Samantha B. and Roseanne Barr, uh, kind of an interesting thing took place down in the state of Louisiana. This is from a website called faithwire.com. Uh, the governor of Louisiana, John Bell Edwards, has signed one of the most restrictive abortion measures in the country, a ban on terminations after 15 weeks of pregnancy. The most extraordinary thing, Edwards is a Democrat. Under the new law, a person who, quote, commits the crime of abortion, close quote, after 15 weeks could be handed a two-year prison sentence. The bill was sponsored by a fellow pro-life Democrat, Senator uh, John Milkovich, and has been celebrated by pro-life groups who are thrilled at the bipartisan approach to such a crucial issue. In a modern America where the term Democrat is virtually synonymous with pro-abortion, Edwards and Milkovich uh, are vital to the pro-life cause. We thank all pro-life lawmakers in Louisiana, especially pro-life Democrats like Governor Edwards and State Senator Milkovich, for passing this legislation. They followed through on their pro-life principles and united across party lines to protect unborn children, said Marjorie Dannenfelser, president of the pro-life Susan B. Anthony list, as reported by National Review. 
Louisiana is heading the way in the bipartisan effort to bring our nation's laws into line with basic human decency. Um, This, to me, is eh, a, a little bit of a surprise in the sense that Democrats would actually follow through on their pro-life bona fides. And, you know, let's face it, Louisiana is a southern state, socially conservative state for the most part, most of it. You're gonna If you're going to get elected to an office within certain Senate districts in that state, or in this case, a Democrat to be elected to statewide office, uh, obviously you're going to have to have something that appeals to the constituency. And pro-life issue is a, is a big issue. And there's something going on out there with the pro-life cause. This is something that pro the pro-life movement has been chided repeatedly over the past several years, and I dare say even a couple of decades now. Like, give it up. It's a woman's right to choose her right, her you know, her body, her rights. Keep your laws off my body. Keep your rosaries off my ovaries. Whatever chanting points that the pro-choice crowd has, and I put choice in scare quotes because it's never a, it's always synonymous with pro-abortion it is in a lot of contexts but the pro-life movement has been one of the more loyal dedicated and stalwart movements political movements out there despite the fact where they're constantly being charted chided you know in this culture it's time to move on we need to, we have bigger fish to fry we need to focus on other issues and that's not to say that people in the pro-life movement are focused only on that. They're very passionate about it, of course, and and, and they put a lot of time and, and effort into it. But to say that that's their only issue, that they aren't concerned about anything else, I think is a little condescending, to be perfectly honest. But this is how it gets done, this, uh, this eternal vigilance. Because hearts and minds have been changed regarding this issue. And to be honest, there were some people on the pro-life side, they were doing some things that weren't helpful, you know, where they were harassing women on the way into, you know, say Planned Parenthood to get an abortion. That's not how you change hearts and minds. I'm sorry, it isn't. And as a pro-life conservative myself, one of my biggest issues is that there aren't enough, enough of us touting alternatives. Because when a woman has an abortion, it's a very heartbreaking decision, and I would never shame or demean a woman who who does that because it's a heartbreaking decision and not only is one life taken physically the babies but emotionally that takes a lot to recover from from what i understand so what alternatives are we giving to these women you know are we providing them the adequate resources in order to give them more options particularly looking into adoption and how organizations can take them in and, and, and nurture them and help them through this process you know, pro-life uh, action ministries certainly is a is a uh, is certainly a, a worthwhile organization. A pro-life across America, they they advertise on this radio station. Certainly, save the storks. Uh, a year ago, when I uh, filled in in a show up at AM nine eighty, the mission, I had a gentleman on from Save the Storks, where they're going all over the country in vehicles with ultrasound equipment and reaching out to these young ladies who are pregnant who are thinking of having an abortion and providing ultrasounds, free ultrasounds, to show them, hey, there is a living, breathing, beating heart in there. And then it causes them to explore other options. And we've obviously gotten better at this because, uh, you know, I've, I've talked about this on the show before. You know, it's classic projection when leftists say that uh, the, the uh, 
Republicans and other right-wingers are in the pockets of the NRA and basically have their <clears throat> manhood, as, as Jimmy Kimmel said, in a money clip of the NRA. Well, that's classic projection because the abortion lobby is a lot more generous to left-wing candidates than the NRA is to Republicans, a lot more in terms of, of finances. In fact, in the last 25, 30 years, they're definitely pro, pro-abortion groups are definitely in the top 25 in terms of expenditures given to candidates. And nothing was more evident of that than the, of the 242 Democrats in Congress, six voted for a consensus reform regarding abortion limit, limited to 20 weeks or less. Six out of 242, despite the fact that there were people who call themselves Democrat voters, 50% of them say, yes, it is reasonable to restrict abortion to 20 weeks or less. But yet only six of 242 Democrats in Congress voted for that particular legislation. So glad to see that we're definitely making waves at the state level. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, our number one in the can. Do they still say in the can anymore? I don't know. Hour number one in the can, hour number two coming up in mere moments right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson, in for Mitch Berg. Go nowhere. An empty land. Past attendees, when asked about Scott Black's leadership awakening, just smile, shake their head, and say, I can't explain it, but it changed my life. Mr. Black from Like It Matters has released two half-off vouchers for his Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, Sacramento, Dallas, or Richmond. Leadership Awakening is regularly $2,000. Now with this special offer, is just half price at $1,000. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on Deals. Leadership Awakening, taking commitment, not applicants. You know, you can get tremendous pain relief benefits with Relief Factor without any of the negative side effects of ibuprofen. Why? Because this is natural, healthy stuff. There are no side effects. There's no prescription drugs. There's no chemicals. Just good, healthy dietary supplements that unleash your own body's natural healing powers. 80% of people who start with a quick start, just nineteen ninety five for three whole weeks, end up getting more relief factor. You should give it a try. Again, you have nothing to lose but your pain and the whole world to gain. Nineteen ninety-five comes to ninety-five cents a day. That's less than a cup of coffee a day for pain relief. Go to relieffactor.com, read all the testimonials, find out about it for yourself, and order that quick start. Just nineteen ninety-five or ninety-five cents a day for three weeks. Or you can call them, it's toll free. They can answer all your questions. One eight hundred five hundred eight three eight four. That's toll free. One eight hundred five hundred eight three eight four. Relieffactor.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. 
Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Most Minnesotans are dissatisfied with their income and retirement savings and are looking for help. Earn a second income without a second boss. Learn to make money trading at Online Trading Academy, the world's leader in trader education. Use this income now and through retirement. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky.